0: With all this 80s nostalgia going around, me and T-Max over here decided the best way to fully appreciate it and to jump on the bandwagon like everybody else
1: Hmm.
0: is to just talk about those quintessential 80s movies or even just ones that we thought were interesting. Well, we're going to start with probably one of the biggest, almost the biggest 80s film in history. We're talking about... Steven Spielberg's E.T., the Extra-Terrestrial. I never saw it until just a few days ago, so <laughs> we're going to get my first impressions. We're going to get Troy's uh whatever impressions of uh, maybe of when he was younger, maybe now that he's older. We'll see. We're going we're going to tackle E.T. to its very core on a very extraterrestrial edition of the review. Re...
2: Ouch. (laughs) Welcome to the review review. A tow, A tow? A show! (laughs) Where two small town dudes give you our big, dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the Max Extreme.
0: I'm. A foot. I mean, JT3K. (laughs) And we are going over E.T. the
2: Extra Terrestrial on this show. That's later on, of course.
0: Yeah, come on.
2: What we think? What I think after seeing it for maybe my possibly 50th time? (laughs) Alright. But I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. I mean, since the last time. (laughs) True. True glad we ironed that out <laughs> at the head of the show <laughs>
0: gotta make sure the show comes to complete halt yes so we know also uh we'll be going over all of your
2: favorites as we do every show first a little something off top yeah soundcloud maybe in a little bit of hot water okay i don't have this in my news but i just remembered it just now yeah they're in a little bit of debacle where they're just hemorrhaging money. So that's it's where... usually not a good thing. Nah. And that's where our podcast is initially hosted from. Yeah. I like SoundCloud at first because it's really easy accessibility to post shows on any platform. Whether it's like a URL code or whatever like that. It's oh, easy. Yeah. Very nice. Nice player on outside sources. I I like it. Yeah. But it's also... Hemorrhaging money, <laughs> so I'm looking for a new hosting platform. Yeah, for all of our new shows, uh, for all of our new shows. Okay, I have a few in mind. Okay, I talked to a few people who also put up podcasts. Yeah. through via Twitter. Yeah, and have three choices. I've got Libsyn, which is what a lot of people, uh put their stuff up on. Okay. There's also Blueberry, which I've heard less of, but it's a very close to Libsyn and people swear by it. It's a good fruit. And then I ha- also have Podbean, yeah. another thing. I'm going to check all three of them out. Okay. See what they do. Change the RSS feeds. So if you're seeing it on anything other than SoundCloud, you sh- shouldn't be changed at all. Hopefully. Okay. In fact, your podcast uh, catcher, or whatever you have, will probably have A billion uploads from us (laughs) when I switch (laughs) over and change the RSS feeds. So look out for how fun that's going to be. Yeah. So you'll just see, like, what the heck? They just downloaded 140 new episodes? (laughs) So, anyway, if anyone has any experience on any of that stuff, hit me up anywhere. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, But enough of that. Yeah. Let's go on to something more fun okay jt tell you what ant-man and the wasp yeah just started production now it's a little bit of pre-production hasn't started filming yet okay because they still have casting calls out for some people oh boy but, but there's a little fun little teaser it it uh it already had a little video teaser of a film set and then it zoomed into two little small directors chairs saying ant-man and the wasp starting production did you see that? I don't fucking know. I didn't want to see it either, <laughs> but I played before like some YouTube video I was watching, mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right,
0: cool." That's I'll just add it to I this news. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's like shit that just like pisses me off. <laughs> I don't know why it does. It just made me ultimately angry.
2: So that just because they have like a little promotional video for something that really hasn't happened. Yeah, it's any, news. Yet at all? It's
0: news for something that's not news mm-hmm
2: it's non news
0: yeah and they went to all that trouble of being like look at <laughs> look at we're working
2: look at uh another thing possibly in the works jt yeah miami my <laughs> i can't talk for shit today
0: oh like will smith miami <laughs> miami vice
2: <laughs> is getting another reboot Saw, About time. We saw one, uh, what, maybe 10 years ago at this point? Yeah. And it starred uh, Jamie Foxx and Colin, Colin, Colin Farrell? Yeah. That went over, like, hot shit? Well, they took it seriously. So maybe they need to camp it up. 21 Jump Street style. That's there what everyone go. says. 21 Jump Street style. Of course. Just gotta do it like those Jump Street movies. Do it like Jump Street movies. <laughs> uh, the reboot is being developed... By none other than Vin Diesel's own production company, oh so it's gonna be good. <laughs> it might be the best thing I've ever seen. It also <laughs> might be hot trash. I cannot tell if it's Vin Diesel's production company, and I also can't tell because it's an eighties property that's root li- like very eighties yeah it's i mean eighties nostalgia can't revive this no. Like, it's so rooted in the 80s that any other time period it tries yeah, to do have it, it, to it, doesn't you have to
0: travel work. to the 80s to watch it. You
2: really do. Unless they... I don't even know how would they, how would they do it.
0: You it's either have so to be 80s. in the 80s or have done m- copious amounts of cocaine.
2: Yeah. Maybe that's what Vin Diesel's up to. Just doing copious amounts of cocaine. That makes a
0: lot of sense from what he's been doing lately. <laughs> uh, you excited about a Miami Vice? No. What if they use
2: the, uh, I can see you coming in the air tonight again? That's what they use for the last, like, they used like, a, a moody version
0: of, I can see you covered the So, yeah. Sure. I'll be happy then. You liar. You <laughs> know, I know you're faking it. I have no stakes in Miami Vice at all.
2: That's the answer I wanted. That's it. That's all you needed to say.
0: Try do have any stakes in Miami Vice whatsoever. Try to be more exciting. This is a show we're doing here. I don't have any stakes in Miami <laughs> Vice whatsoever.
2: <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, speaking of 80s, Stranger Things, JT, chock full of 80s nostalgia. Chuck. Chalk. Is it Chuck or Chalk? Chalk. Full? Maybe Chalk. Nah. Both sound right. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stranger Things, got news on that. Yeah. Season two coming up. This Halloween, looking forward to it. The trailer, <laughs> that trailer dropped Comic-Con, gave me the goosebumps. Yeah. Said that last music. Uh, before season one even came out, JT, yeah. Stranger Things was pitched to Netflix as an anthology series. Did you Ooh. hear this?
0: Did you hear this, JT? She
2: did not hear this. Uh, I don't know whether it was going to be like kind of how... Um, uh uh uh, uh 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 American horror story is where it's like yeah a, a full season and then something completely different for the next one mm-hmm. I don't know if it was going to be that or episode to episode like black mirror kind of style I would assume it would have been a full season of something yeah with the direction they went but who knows but I would have uh you know what as season 1 ended I could have taken something completely different for season 2 for Stranger Things and just kind of leave oh, yeah. you on the hook for that season one be like, what? Because that's like how every Black Mirror episode kind of ends. Pretty with much. like
0: yeah. What?
2: Huge twist. <laughs> Huge twist. <laughs> Huge twist. Huge <laughs> twist. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have been totally okay with uh, something completely different for season two. Oh, yeah. I mean, what for season two, what we are getting looks amazing. So yeah. I, I can't argue either way. But, Looks great, babe.
0: I like it. Would you prefer an anthology series? Yeah, there's quite a few anthology series out there. Mm-hmm. Actually, got going to be talking about an anthology series. I've been watching and what we've been watching. Mm-mm.
2: Excited to hear that in the near future. Moving on with the news, JT. Yeah. Hellboy. Got some news on the new Hellboy reboot. Yeah. Uh, not only will Ron Perlman not... For sure, be in the reboot in any way whatsoever. Yeah. But they have casted its Professor Broom. Yeah. Have you heard about this? I did see this. Ian McShane Mm -hmm. will be cast as Hellboy's father, Professor Broom. Yeah. Pretty stoked about this. I'm
0: stoked, too. Uh, When we were talking about uh, Deadwood last week, he's the guy that plays Swearingen, the guy that says cocksucker.
2: Yeah. And it's... uh, Another reference, he's the uh, stepdad from uh, Hot Fu- or uh, Hot Rod, also. That's right, yep. That beats up Andy oh, Sandberg so all the time. Oh, so damn good. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. It's a bit of a departure from what the comic was and the first original series. Yeah. Because he's, like, in the first two movies, maybe it's just the first movies he's in, He's like the spitting image of the book where he's like an old, yeah. like, weathered man. And this is just a weathered man that's <laughs> old-ish. <laughs> yeah. A little more gruff. Mm-hmm. But maybe he'll play a, a nuanced uh, version that he hasn't yet seen
0: anyone. Right before that. From? Me too. Before that. Big fan of Ian McShane, even though I've only seen him in
2: very few things. He's
0: also in John Wick. He's the head of, like, the hotel in John Wick. In John Wick 2? Or in both. I don't remember that in John Wick. He's got a smaller part in John Wick than he does in John Wick I don't Wick remember too. a lot of John Wick.
2: Can I just come clean with that right All now? Right. Does that make me a bad person if no. I don't remember a lot of John Wick? No. I remember the dog <laughs> killing. Of course. That's a very scarring scene. Uh, I remember him killing a bunch of people in his house and then hiring that crew to clean it up. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's oh,
0: yeah. all I remember. I think you like John Wick 2 better, though.
2: All right. Well, time will tell. All right. We'll get to that when we get to that. Okay. It won't be today. <laughs> I, I, I figured as much. <laughs> uh, JT, Star Wars hottest franchise probably ever. Right around the corner. That is true. Right around the corner. Tell you what's not around, right, right around the corner. <laughs> right around the corner. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine. Starts filming in about five months or so. Jesus. But it's getting a rewrite uh, from what I hear, uh, an extensive one as well. Uh Uh-oh. A second full draft. Uh Uh-oh. You would think by now they would have had the whole thing kind of in order. Now, the original writer was also the director, Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. He did the first run of the script. Mm -hmm. From what I heard, it was fine up until this Day, JT, Uh when Jack Thorne, the writer of a movie called Wonder, that stars Julia Roberts, I've never heard of it, came out this year, or is coming out this year. Sure. Don't know. Anyway, he's taking the reins and doing a rewrite of the script. Uh, Other things he's done is a lot like British TV. Okay. I'm not going to list all those things. But
0: I, uh, I wouldn't know probably anything with
2: you. <laughs> so, does that make you more or less worried about a cap to this next trilogy?
0: I... Well, I don't even know what was in the original script mm-hmm. that would warrant a rewrite, so I'm not sure. But going from, like,
2: it seems like they had a definite version of what they wanted to do and then have like a complete rewrite...
0: Well just like, because it's a complete rewrite doesn't mean that they're going to completely go in another in a completely different direction. Maybe that's they'd want to I don't know, like patch things up or add a little more smaller moments yeah. maybe? Add add a little more
2: sizzle to that steak. Oh baby. <laughs> a little more uh mid palate tastes. If yeah. You will. Yeah. See how it finishes on the tongue. Yeah. And on the mind and on the soul of every movie goer. Star Wars Nine (laughs) coming. We're really selling this. (laughs) I don't even know when Star Wars
0: Nine comes out. Nah. Wait for their wait for their big uh, video where they show directors' chairs saying "In production."
2: Right. Look at us. In five months. Check it out. (laughs) Uh, Haley Atwell. Seen her uh in a bunch of Marvel stuff as uh, Peggy Carter. Yeah. Saar in Captain America. Saar in Pug <laughs> Saar in Captain America The Winter Soldier in a very heartwarming scene where she passes. Oh, away. you're old your old Peg. <laughs> Saar in Peggy Carter, her own series. You you're on a TV show, Peg. Alright, thank you. <laughs> uh, she, Haley Atwell, has been seen hovering around the Marvel offices. As of the last few days. What could that possibly mean? I don't know. Maybe check bounced. Oh, shit. That could be true. (laughs) Never thought of that. (laughs) Uh, Could this mean she could be coming back to the big screen for an Infinity War type movie? Now, with the time gem out there, nothing is out of the question, JT. Maybe Captain America wants to...
0: Maybe they use him to... They use her to get Captain America all hot and Weak in the knees. Oh, my God. That, maybe so. Be like, hey, we're going to kill your girlfriend again. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh,
2: they'll, they're in talks for a season three of Peggy Carter. Doubt it. I highly, <laughs> highly doubt that. Uh, but uh, other news could have been that she's just visiting people on set of the Infinity War. Made some friends. Made some friends? Go, ch- go visit them at work. Yeah. Why not?
0: Hi, Chris. Which one? <laughs> that one. That- We're standing right next to We're each other. We're all here. All three of us.
2: Chris's. <laughs> Pratt. Hemsworth. Evans. Is that all of them that yeah. are in the Marvel ones? <laughs> yeah.
0: Chris Pine is not. No. Get him out of there. He visited, though. He's visiting. He's walked by. Like he walked by right when she pointed. <laughs> they were all. <laughs> then they huh? all oh, oh you're here too.
2: It's it's uncanny on how many handsome curses there are in these films. You Could swap them out. Nobody would even know. No, not at all. They're all just big beefcakes. Oh, big old, big old hunks. <laughs> Uh, More on the Marvel movie train, JT, but we're going to Fox this time. Jessica Chastain joins X-Men Phoenix Saga movie? The X-Men, the new X-Men movie. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica Chastain joins the cast, not as a good guy, but uh, as a supposed villain for the X-Men. She posted a few Instagram photos of herself with uh, James McAvoy. Saying, when I come by, I'm going to make you cry, James. I don't know what that means at all. Sources say <laughs> <laughs> that she could possibly be playing the Shear Queen, Lalandra. In the new X-Men movie. Who are trying to hunt down the Phoenix Force... And destroy it. Now, Lalandra, known to be a romantic interest to Professor Xavier, yeah, maybe that's the tearjerker she's looking for. Gonna get their bang on. What do you think about chair. Uh, What do you think about uh, her playing Lalandra? Are you familiar with her from the X Men '90s series? Was, was she like blue
0: or something in the?
2: Nah, she always has like a weird metal oh, like yeah, headdress thing on. Now I know. She's an alien. Yeah. They have feathers for hair instead of hair. <laughs> it's hot. I suppose if you like bird people. <laughs> uh what do you I like Jessica Chastain. I do. Uh I have a very big hunch that they're trying to bring her in to make the movie maybe better <laughs> cuz X-Men Apocalypse wasn't so good. No. Maybe a little uh I don't know. Maybe they're trying to get goofier with... It. Saying that in an X-Men movie is just <laughs> fucking bonkers already. But just now having aliens be a thing, as well as mutants... I think it makes it a bit goofier. Do you disagree? Well, doesn't have to be goofy. I'm not saying goofy, I'm just saying, like, more eclectic. You said goofy. I know I said goofy, <laughs> but you needed to take not my words as I said them, but interpret them as... Different.
0: You're all over the place tonight, Troy. I don't
2: know what the fuck is wrong with me. (laughs) Maybe it's that weird handful of pills I had hours ago. Oh,
0: okay. That might be something. (laughs) I didn't take
2: any pills. (laughs) Just my fucking stupid brain.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But no, the inclusion of aliens would not be a bad thing. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: I agree. And it's the one, uh, I think, race of aliens that Fox still has because some uh, sources... Now, no, wait. Now, we know Captain Marvel, the movie, is going to feature Skrulls. The alien shape-shifting Skrulls. Yes. Which were previously owned exclusively by Fox. Yeah. And now that, uh, what's-his-face, is playing Thanos and Cable... What's his name? (laughs) Josh Brolin. Thank you. For whatever reason, I want to say Justin Hartnett. And I knew
0: that was... Justin? My... That's not even a person. Who... who... Josh Hartnett. <laughs> what is happening? My brain Troy. is a fucking Go mess. To be... <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We're only 20 minutes into the show. This could be
2: awful. <laughs> <laughs> Josh... Brolin. <laughs> that swaps were made between Disney and Mar- uh, Disney and Fox once again. So in order to get Josh Brolin to play Cable, they had to swap out some scroll action. Gotcha. Back and forth, synergy. We're is a what system. We're, is we're what a family. We're talking about. System. Uh. So yeah. So now the Shi'ar maybe one of the only. True alien races that Fox has soul rights
0: oh, to. Fox, Fox-owned aliens are becoming extinct. That's true. That's true, bro. As we know it. Uh,
2: moving from Fox to another production company, have some Sony news, JT. They always do good work. Well, <laughs> let me follow up that statement with this one. Sony in first quarter 2017 is down... Negative, eighty-six million dollars. and that includes Spider-Man: Homecoming, and when it came in late in the game, because our first fiscal quarter ended in June. Yeah. So Spider-Man added to that, and I, am, I, I assume, padded it really well because I don't know what came before that from yeah. Sony. But digging into it a little farther. 2016 was a very terrible year for Sony. Yeah, with them being, uh, having lost 719 million dollars <laughs> in the year
1: 2016.
0: Well, hey, not they, they might sell it Spider-Man more sooner than you think, Troy. <laughs> Maybe so, but
2: they would have to sell it for. Do you think Disney would have to buy it for like a billion dollars at this point to get Spider Man back? Probably. To get them back in the back in the positive at least. Yeah.
0: Christ. Just wait for them to get into bankruptcy. Just and then just pick up Spider Man at a
2: auction. <laughs> <laughs> now let me reemphasize that this is just Sony pictures, not like mm-hmm. the people who make your PlayStations or anything like that. It's just Sony. Oh yeah. Columbia TriStar, yeah. all that pictures together. Yeah. Synergy. Synergy. Thank you, JT. <laughs>
0: um, if Justin Pete... Hartnett.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Justin Hartnett. <laughs> He's so lovable, that actor that I've remembered his name perfectly.
0: Yep. Uh, made him up. If
2: people haven't been paying any attention, uh, lately I've been trying to be more active on the review, review, Twitter fee. Saw that. Um, I've been reaching out to some people. Fans of, uh, well, me being fans of theirs, yeah, got some response back from fellow podcasters and YouTube personalities. Okay. Um, Also, I've been just putting up interesting news articles, such as the following two that I feel like because we only take, we try to take the encapsulate the entire last week. Yeah. But some things we miss, and some things I'm just gonna start putting up on Twitter as you can check them out yourself. Good. Thank you. We're going to be informative. Very informative, and they run the gamut, too. I mean, I've got booze news, movie news, streaming news, TV news, gaming news. Oh, cover all all the bases that I think, y- if you could hear on this show, it's going to be in Chance that Chance You bay. have an
0: interest in it if you're listening to this show. That's right.
2: My first
0: bit of news that
2: I posted, uh, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah recently has made a trip to Antarctica where he and another fellow adventurer slash chef probably (laughs) engaged in a conversation about scotch where Anthony Bourdain is not really a scotch drinking man. In fact, some people would probably yell at him for adding ice to his uh, scotch to what he says, liven up the flavor. Release the essence of it. What's your take? Now, I wanted to ask you that because we're both not really Scotch people. Yeah. We've tried it. We've gave it the college try. Did you, Have you given it a college try? <laughs> uh,
0: I might have tried it before.
2: It's not my thing. It's yeah. really smoky. Yeah. And I gave it a shot go for it okay just me gesturing to jt to get that Michelob amber going and try it it's really good um god oh damn it it's a twist off it's a twist off. yep yeah, got twist hard get it oh god uh, you got it <sighs> yes. anyway i would definitely scotch rocks <laughs> it really. Scotch trash the baby And in the uh, little article I posted as well, there's a 10-minute discussion. If you follow the page, there's, like, a 10-minute little mini excerpt of a podcast that they talk about Scotch in there, and it's interesting as well. In fact, like, he had a really heavy quote that I was just like, it blew my mind, like, when I read it, just for it to come from Anthony Bourdain, because they were in Antarctica, and they just went and drilled into the glacier they were on to get, like, the rocks for the Scotch.
0: Oh, jeez. And
2: uh, he's like... Do you realize this glacier has been here thousands of years before people even realized scotch could be a thing? And then just like opened up my mind and <laughs> that's probably what fucked me up for this episode. There you go. Anthony Bourdain blew your mind. <laughs> just wrecked me as a human being. Uh, but yeah, so I wanted to get your thoughts on scotch, but haven't really tried it. Not, not a big scotch drinker. I, I want to see if I can get into it. I feel like I need right. to. I don't know why. Just to be more fancy? Yeah, I guess. No, and I also found out. What? Johnny Walker is the most popular spirit in the world. Johnny Walker. Scotch. Who would have thunk it? Who's That's thought? from WatchMojo.com. Okay. Now, I'm taking their stats on it. They had to do the work. I'm just repeating what I saw. You would think it'd be like Jack Daniels or something like that. But no. There's something cheaper. Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker Red's not so bad. It's like 30 bucks a bottle. Gotcha. Johnny Walker Blue is like 200 dollars dollars a bottle. Oh my God. It's just the way it's done, man. <laughs> it's just <laughs> no, the way thank it's done. You. Uh, also, in Netflix News, I posted this on the thing as well. This is a very interesting article because Netflix, the streaming juggernaut. Yeah. Uh, having Awesome shows come out left and right. Oh, yeah. Everyone in America pretty much has a Netflix streaming account. Of course. Netflix is $20.54 billion in debt. All right. (laughs) Just spending this year already alone $6 billion. Jesus. And that's for things to produce themselves and for rights of other things to have on Netflix. Yeah. So... The article goes in to say, like, don't worry. Netflix is in a period now where it's spend money to make money type of thing. Yeah. Because they don't really have the catalog that even HBO has at this point. Yeah. And HBO's done pretty much this model since HBO. Paid subscription since time.
0: Yeah. That started. Yeah. And so some people speculate but HBO was pretty expensive when they were when they would put their subscriptions out though too. That's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. I'm not gonna argue that. <laughs>
2: I'm just gonna say <laughs> yes and move on. Uh, also, that uh, Netflix is gaining like two something billion dollars a year in revenue. Yeah, in just subscription fees alone, and This year, next year, and the year after, they have plans to open up in other populous countries around the world. They still haven't broke China yet, but they, I think, are moving into India soon, or already there, and some other populous country as well. So that'll also have revenue fees to boost all the things. Because at some point, they're not going to get any more from America. Oh, yeah. When everyone has it, and they're $20 billion (laughs) in the hole... Not gonna help them out whatsoever, as, nah. especially if they want to keep like giving you new, more Stranger Things, more Netflix, Marvel oh, yeah. stuff, all that shit. Maybe that's what SoundCloud's doing. Maybe they're gonna move in other
0: countries.
2: <laughs> ah, they started <laughs> in other countries and finally <laughs> got to America. Whoops! <laughs> oh my god, but uh, but yeah, so check that article out as well. Very interesting on... There's charts and graphs. There's everything you want in there. Oh, shit. If you like a good chart, I'd read that article, babe. Do a class on it. There you go. Uh, that's all the
0: news I got that was fit to spit. <laughs> right in the eye, too. <laughs> spit in my eye, you did. You dickhead. <laughs> you damn dickhead. <laughs> you, di- you dickhead. You dickhead. Uh Troy. Yeah. That Bond twenty five. Yes. Got some more news on that. Alright. Apparently they have a title for Bond twenty five. And does it have anything to do with quarters? Or it does not.
2: Quarter centuries. No. Twenty fives. <laughs> does it have anything to do with the twenty five? No. Okay don't have any other reference points
0: <laughs> to uh this. the name for the bond 25 film will be shatterhand okay and uh <laughs> i guess um the name took me really off guard <laughs> cuz i was expecting
2: something not as campy sounding <laughs> shatterhand it's like it's like a throwback to like Roger Moore like titles.
0: Yeah, um Yeah, it's a weird one. Um but uh they said that uh that the guess that word is getting out that it's supposed to be based off of like a a newer Bond uh book called uh, Never Dream of Dying. <gasps> Where uh, Bond uh, is battling a blind supervillain who like runs like a, runs like a French, like League of Supervillains or something. Ooh, League of Supervillains. Yeah. But um. So yeah, does he have all the... a lair?
2: <laughs> Maybe he has a lair.
0: I'm not sure.
2: He'd have to have braille all over that thing. That guy's yeah. blind. Yep. Unless he's like Daredevil. Unless he's
0: gonna you know, be peeing in the
2: sink come on! Crazy. I think that's hurtful to blind people, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um. So there you go. All right. Shatter. Shatter hand.
2: Shatter hand. Maybe a man's hand is made of glass. Oh, or maybe God. he shatters people with his hand made of steel. Ooh. Find out. On James so, Bond. I just can't 25. wait for the theme
0: song. <laughs> Shatter hand. <laughs> Wah, 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 wah. Your hand will shatter the night. Wah,
1: wah, 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 wah,
0: wah, wah, wah. Your hands like splinters they shatter. Wah, 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 wah. Why don't they just get us to write the theme
2: song? Uh, we got it already. <laughs> just give us the money. We'll get it out
0: there, babe. Broken pieces of hands shatter hands. Wow, 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 wow. It just sounds like you're slowly saying wow. <laughs> 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 so there you go. Someone send it in to uh, MGM. Tell you got them, it. Tell them they. I got you a theme song right here, Toots. <laughs> <laughs> Shot a <hand>. <laughs> 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 Uh Troy, yeah. Here's some interesting news. Apparently uh the next Transformers film, Bumblebee. Ugh. I got two bits of news on Bumblebee actually. <laughs> okay. Here's the first one. Uh Bumblebee apparently scheduled to open uh December 21st, 2018. All right. Apparently there's another film opening that same day. 21st of 2018, huh? Aquaman. Uh-oh.
2: Head to head car r- robots
0: in disguise versus Aquaman. <laughs> yes. Wow. So there you go. Two big blockbusters on Christmas duking it out who's gonna come out on top who do you think flinches first and moves their release date (laughs) oh i don't know probably transformers
2: it's just the because it's the bumblebee movie right
0: yeah but versus aquaman i got another piece of bumblebee news okay they just signed a big actor to be in bumblebee did you hear about this troy i have not John Cena. What? To be in the Bumblebee Brr- spin-off Brr- movie.
1: Brr- 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 Brr-
0: <laughs> Going to be starring in the Bumblebee John film. C-
1: oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Hurry before they before they take this off. Oh shit. <laughs>
0: Don't do it again. Don't do it again. Who's in it? John Cena! (laughs) I like just having
2: a John Cena button app on my phone.
0: God damn
2: it! John
0: Cena! Oh my god. It's the best app ever, JT. That's fantastic.
1: And his name is John Cena!
2: <laughs> oh. I've been waiting years to put that on our podcast. Not really, but
0: Well anyway, John Cena gonna be in Bumblebee. I saw you look at your phone the minute I said his name. I <laughs> almost had it. Oh, shit. So there you go. So there you go. Some some competition now. Getting some for that Aquaman
2: pedigree into yeah. those kind of movies. Yeah. I mean, move over Anthony Hopkins. John Cena is on the
0: scene. Uh, if I can move into some wrestling news, I guess apparently this past week on SmackDown it was John Cena versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh my word! I haven't watched it yet. Heard it's good. That sounds great. How often does Cena wrestle still? Oh, he's back back full-time for now, I think. Okay. Like, he just came back July 4th. Hmm. Alrighty. Right on.
2: When is SummerSlam? That's gotta be pretty
0: soon. Uh, (laughs) it's at the end of August. Like, I think it's like the last weekend in August. One more month. Yep. Uno. Montho. Uno mas. (laughs) Uno mas. Uh... Troy that it uh-huh. might be talking about that and uh you know it's done but oh anyways my
2: gosh spoilers
0: apparently the first pick to play pennywise the clown was actually a woman oh their scandalous! Fir- <laughs> their first their first choice to play pennywise was tilda swinton oh
2: my she tied up doing oakja? <laughs> Good possibility.
0: I mean, she was two people in that So I mean, busy as fuck. Busy beaver over there. Oh, come on now, Troy. Don't be sexist. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why? Because I'm saying she has a beaver? <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice beaver. <laughs> That's uh, what
2: you get here, folks. Talk about Tilda Swinton's Beaver. <laughs> Only on the review. Review. There you go.
0: The one place where you can get all the news on Tilda Swinton's Beaver.
2: <laughs> oh, sweet. What's Tilda Swinton in again? What's she doing?
0: Swinton's Beaver. <laughs> You are an animal, but also can be referenced to genitalia that is owned by Tilda Swinton. I shattered my hand inside you, Tilda Swinton's beaver. Oh my god. MGM hit us Come up. Come on! We are ready! <laughs> We can even throw some Tilda Swinton's beaver references. (laughs) It won't make any sense, but it will kill. The the four fans of our show will love it. (laughs) We're going off the rails. Uh, Try Black Mirror Season 4. Yeah. Apparently they are close to being done with production for oh, their next episodes, goodness. but the creator of Black Mirror said that he is open to making possible sequels for past episodes. Uh-oh. I don't know if I'm a fan of that. Really? Yeah. I kind of like him
2: like, deliberately ending so you can kind of make your own choices. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? know what I mean? I'm for it. Plus, it kind of it has a possibility
0: to get out of hand and just, like... Yeah, then it's just going to be, like, a whole bunch of, like... Yeah. It's going to be, like, something's going to be popular, and then they're just going to be, like, sucking that dry.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, because I don't,
2: like, dislike any Black Mirror episode. No. There's
0: some that I like the least... Oh, yeah, like, with any anthology series, there's yeah. going to be ones you like more than the others. But, like, I don't I don't think any of them needs anything else. And I don't, I wouldn't want,
2: like, a sequel to it, per se, yeah. to, like, retcon it or take away what I liked about it at the beginning. Even though it's still there for me to watch and
0: enjoy. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know that <laughs> yeah. they
2: went on after you've seen it, you know? Oh, yeah.
0: And I think, yeah, and uh, from... What I can remember, all of them kind of end in a way where it's like it's a fitting end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, going on any further is just going to be, like...
2: A bastardization.
0: Bastardization.
2: Yes. Don't do that, Black Mirror. Don't
0: do it. Don't do it! Not gonna die. <laughs> Not gonna die. Not gonna die. <laughs> uh, Troy, we talked about... That James Cameron, Uh possibly diving into some more Terminator films. Yes. Uh, Well, it sounds more like he's going to be producing instead of directing them. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Because he's doing Avatar. He's got Avatar. Yeah. 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 So, but uh, there is some word on the street saying that the director for the first one might possibly be (coughs) the director of Deadpool himself, Tim Miller. Oh,
2: really? Yeah. All right, special effects whiz kid oh, yeah. turned director Tim Miller. Oh yeah. Hmm. All right. I liked Deadpool. I think it could be a. I don't know. I suppose it could go that way. I've seen terrible Terminator movies. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm really up for anything at this point. I, I guess. don't
0: hate even the ones that really suck. I'm not. I don't completely hate. There's enough in there where I, I'm still. I still like the franchise.
2: Yeah. Did you like um, the one with
0: Christian Bale in it? There were some things in it that I liked. Okay. Okay. I do agree. I do think that it did suffer from them revealing way too much shit in the trailer, though. Yeah. Like, that whole reveal of him, of, like, Sam Worthington, like, being, like, an actual Terminator would have been way fucking cooler.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Having not known that—that's
2: what ter- fucking Terminator movies do in every <laughs> Terminator trailer. Oh, shit. They
0: ruin the Terminator mm. surprise.
2: Yeah, even Terminator Two did it. Turns out it was still a fucking whoop ass movie. Oh yeah, but Terminator Two trailer ruined like that. Arnold was gonna be the good guy in this one, yeah. rather than the bad guy again. Yeah. What are you doing?
0: Fucking god, god. Damn it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I totally forgot? That James Cameron, like, gets the rights back to Terminator because he owns them. And he, like, had them out on loan, I guess. Oh, shit. For a while. So, like, even if, like, the rights are going to go to him regardless Mm -hmm. if the people who have them right now make another movie or not. So, like, they could be in the middle of production and the rights will just go back (laughs) to Jimmy Cameron. Fuck off. And they'll be like, not. Avatar Terminator crossover. Gonna call, That's what yep. we're gonna do.
0: It's gonna call him from. Uh, it's gonna call him from the. Uh, <laughs> the Mariner Trench. <laughs> like, Sorry guys, gotta cut your production short because <laughs> I got it in. I got it in tow. Jimmy cams out. Jimmy cams <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm gonna go further down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go find myself an Aquaman. <laughs> uh,
0: Troy. More Wonder Woman news. Okay. It's been conquering this summer. Yes. Making a shit ton of money. Queen of the Mountain. Lots of people digging it. Uh-huh. But now people are thinking, what about some possible award buzz? Let's hear it. For this. Give me the buzz. In fact, there's word out there that Wonder Woman might be the first comic book film to be nominated for Best Picture. Ooh, brother. other. At the Academy Awards. Brother. Now, I really liked
2: Wonder Woman. Yeah. But I don't see it in the running for best picture.
0: It's just not... Unless everything else that comes out this year really fucking sucks.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's just not what the Academy even looks at, you know? And I feel like if they would
0: put it in there... I don't know. I feel like it would be kind of like a fan service type yeah. thing.
2: Yeah, exactly right. Like, I still really like the movie. Yeah. And it's, like, regardless if it wins an Oscar or not, it's not going to change my opinion on it whatsoever. Yeah. But I just, uh, I don't know. I think that, I think that, uh, maybe Patty Jenkins should be, like, in the running for maybe Best Director. Okay. But as for Best Picture... I don't know.
0: I don't know. We'll, don't see. Know. we'll see. We'll I see. Be... Oh, I might get heat from that. Oh shit! Heat from that.
2: Dinosaur O'Neill jumps down my throat about any misstep I have on the show. Oh
0: shit! Any misstep. Well, don't don't meet him on a roof. <laughs> <laughs> Did I have anything to say about my Thor? My Thor comments from last week. You take it up with him. Was, was that bad? Well, listen. <laughs> Dinosaur
2: Neil, just add him. <laughs> add him in the tweets. Tell him what you thought. All right. Because he listen, you're in deep.
0: You're in deep, buddy. Oh man. You're in deep. I'm not gonna get anywhere near a roof. <laughs> for the next for the next couple weeks. <laughs> uh, Troy, I think we got a f- our first movie in the running for our leftover turkey episode. Okay. Because uh. Up until it finally came out in theaters, the Emoji Movie... I heard about this. ...was sporting a solid 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I think it finally came up to, like, 8% now.
2: Yeah, that's the last I heard. Yeah. And I don't feel just like I need to look up anything about it. So, yeah,
0: not getting a warm
2: response. Nah. Actually, like, last weekend, I was very interested... In like a news article came out. I might, this might even be news that I posted up on the Twitter feed too, is like what dominated at the box office. Cause it was like the emoji movie, Dunkirk and atomic blonde were all out Yeah. and emoji movie and Dunkirk were almost neck and neck until yeah. Dunkirk beat it out. Yeah. Thank God <laughs> on its second week beat out a kid's movie yeah. on its first week. Yeah. It's, like, unprecedented. Never heard of. Kids movies always just dominate. Yeah, they just rule ass. But nobody cares about emojis. I can't even imagine any parents being like, I think it's a good idea to go see this. (laughs) And then having it see that sport in that 8% or lower. (laughs) Like, get out of here. I know Rotten Tomatoes is just a curated thing of votes from a bunch of different things. Oh, yeah. But, like, it's not... You don't... Have, it's just, like, Roger Ebert or whatever giving a thumbs-up, thumbs-down. You don't have mm-hmm. to agree with everything he says. No. But it's a more curated thing. Like, if you have an 8%, yeah. chances are every reviewer that see it, s- has seen it thought it was dog shit. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. I totally don't discredit Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It will hinder me from seeing a movie, for sure, if it's got, like... In 8%. But, uh, I, I, I usually trust it. I usually trust Rotten Tomatoes. Where, where mm-hmm. are you on the Rotten Tomatoes? What are you on the tomato meter there?
0: Okay. Uh, it can be hit and miss. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I'll, 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 like, take it in consideration, but if yeah. it still looks like something that I'd want to see, I'll still go out of my way to see oh, it. Oh, yeah.
2: Same here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it, like, I went to go see the Fantastic Four movie, the new one. Yeah. And it was horrible (laughs) on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm, like, thinking, maybe people just don't get it. Maybe I'm the one who has to tell the people. And then it turned out just to be that bad. So, there you have it. Just strengthening the Rotten Tomatoes argument
0: in my case. (laughs) So, uh, look out for our possible review of Emoji Movie Uh. around the weekend after Thanksgiving. Right. Oh, there's a few movies I've been I've been keep my eye on that we might some real do. stinkers. Yeah. There's some weird ones. That Book of Henry that came out. I heard it's like so fucking nuts.
2: Book of Henry. I don't even yeah, remember that. it's
0: actually by like the guy like the guy that's supposed to be doing the next Star Wars, like the. You said his name earlier.
2: Oh, uh, Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. Oh
0: mo. No. Like that was like a oh, movie no. by him, and it's like <laughs> it's supposed to be insane. Like it like starts bad. out like it starts out as a kids movie and then it like slowly like goes into like an espionage like a- assassin film. Oh man! Like, oh, there's I've heard some crazy shit about it. Jesus,
2: to check it out? No, I don't. No, I don't have to check everything you say. I'll be like, I'll check that out, and you then never, I never you do. never check anything out. I check some things out.
0: Some, few, sparse. Okay, I'll give you spars. Nailed it. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that's that's all my news, Troy. All right, good to go. Any I got a bit? Oh fuck! <laughs> I was I just do gonna ask. Have a bit,
2: Troy. I was just gonna ask. I all right. A bit. Well, <clears throat> let me tune up the old pipes. <sighs> oh,
0: people dying. It's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's Bits. Just stayed at one tone the whole time. That's right. That's why I tuned it up. I tuned up the oh, pipe. Okay, fair enough. Just mm. the one pipe. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, Troy dying at 73. Oh, man. Sam Shepard died. From Mass Effect? <laughs> Not from Mass Effect.
2: <laughs> Is that even a Mass Effect guy? There's a shepherd guy, I know it. Anyway, know. go on.
0: I think I think you're thinking of uh, a Justin Hartnett.
2: Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> a Justin Hartnett. What a hard throw. But up.
0: uh no, he's been in some stuff recently. Like uh he kind of came back with a resurgence when he starred in Mud with Matthew McConaughey. Okay. And uh he was on Bloodline. He was like the dad in Bloodline. I see bloodline.
2: I'm gonna but, look him uh, up.
0: Yeah, I think if you saw his face you'd know who he was.
2: I'm gonna look up Sam Shepard.
0: But, um, yeah, he was like a playwright and, uh, starred in a bunch of films. Died of, uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh, no.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I
0: know. I know who he
2: is. Man. That's too bad. Lou Gehrig's. That's. Yeah, that's a. a shitty way that's to a go. terrible way to go. Yeah. Oh man. That's that's too bad. Sam Shepard. Now seeing you I realize I've seen you in a lot of things. So <laughs> Uh yeah, you will be missed. Sam Shepard. Your soul floats on to eternity.
0: Yep. Moving on <laughs> to so <laughs> trying to make it sound so touching. May your soul Float ever on into eternity.
2: What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> say like, ah, rats lost another one. <laughs> try to give them all. What I would try that? to say it. Like so I would want somebody to say it if I croak.
0: Okay, that's so my. You thought want me? On so that. you want me to say that when you when you when you die? No, say something original. Don't copy what I say. I'll take an amalgamation of all of the things you've said. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> That'll be original. I'll sing, <laughs> sing. Shadow <Shout> Hand.
1: <laughs> wow, 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 wow.
2: Moving on to the hot trailers of the <laughs> week. JT in a segment we call You Know It's Done. Yep. <laughs> yes yeah. Uh, JT what trailers you got I don't well I'll
0: let you go first I don't let me go first I give you the floor Jesus Christ <laughs> well, all right now I gotta pull it up I thought you were gonna go first because I did the bit but all right.
2: no, no I think I feel like I go first too many too many times <sighs> you go you go
0: first too much you go first too much <laughs> Uh, the first one I got Troy is uh what a What's going to be a futuristic thriller Ooh. on Netflix Ooh. called What Happened to Monday.
2: I have that on my list as well, JT. All right. Starring Glenn Close, Willem Dafoe, and... Numi Rapace. He, thank you. I can only... I always say <laughs> Naomi Rapace.
0: That sounds... Awful. Because
2: <laughs> I can never remember... How it's really pronounced? It's like Imogen Poots. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, R- old Rap- <laughs> old Rapuce is playing like seven different characters in this. Yeah. So eat your heart out, freaking uh, Tilda Swinton and your yeah. Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> She's playing seven yeah. characters in this, mm-hmm. all named after days of the week. Yeah. Because... Oh, I'll let you kind of explain the plot here. I
0: don't, You're from what I gathered it. from it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some kind of thing where they generated seven different siblings, and to keep it under wraps, they all play one woman. Yes. And they name them after the days days of the week, because that's the day that they're this woman that goes out into the world. Right. And that's how they hide it from everybody, that they've made these people.
2: Yeah, it... Uh-oh. <coughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no.
0: And then one of them gets captured who happens to be Monday, so that's hence the name of the title. Um it's like a weird kind of future where there's like
2: selective like breeding or something like yeah. that. Or they if there's a child, it's like taken away from the parents and moved somewhere else so I guess like the gene pool is like more varied, I guess. I, something along those lines. So it's against the law to have seven kids, mm-hmm. is what it is. And it ter- turns out, Willem Dafoe, he ain't he, he breaking them laws. Oh, yeah. I want my babies. <laughs> and Glenn Close is out to get his ass. Hey, bitch. What a bitch. Yay, bitch. Uh, looks pretty sweet. I'm interested in seeing this. Uh, Quite a bit. This is a Netflix exclusive?
0: Uh, Or is this a release? Yep, Netflix.
2: Okay. Uh, Yeah, it looks really freaking sweet. What happened to Monday? I want to check this out.
0: Yeah, I'm looking. I'm going to definitely check it out, too. I think it comes out uh, the 18th, maybe? Something close? Yes. 18th of July? Are we in August? July, we're in August. I meant August 18th. (laughs) Just
2: take all of my little quirks and foibles in this episode as my brain being foibles. fucking gross. I don't know what's going on in my brain. Maybe Macy, like, puked in it or something. He <laughs>
0: just puked in your mouth and it <laughs> saturated <laughs> into your head. Yeah, I shouldn't have been
2: laying with my mouth open.
0: Uh, you got any other trailers, Cheat? Um, speaking of Netflix, got another one. Uh-oh. Uh, David Fincher looking to produce another series for netflix this one called mind hunter jt this is my other trailer you son of a bitch you son of a bitch why i let you go first look at this son of a bitch right here
2: (laughs) yeah go ahead i'll let you finish i kind of interrupted you
0: uh but no it it (laughs) follows two detectives in 1970 in the 1970s in the fbi yep who are kind of uh, gathering information to try and figure out how the mind of a serial killer works. Yes. And it looks pretty interesting.
2: Because at around this time, I guess a serial killer wasn't considered a thing. Like that term doesn't exist yet. Yeah. And so uh, they're trying to get in the. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. Trying to get in the. Cra- you gotta get. You, know, you gotta know crazy to get crazy! <laughs> Man, you want to get nuts? <laughs> so yeah, my under looks pretty sweet. That was a uh, Chelsea just flipped that on yesterday, and I was like,
0: "Ooh, oh, just Tim Allen." I want to see
2: that, Al. Oh, 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 oh,
0: oh, 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 oh! started jerking off to it. More power. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> So just started jerking off <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah but those uh, Those are all the trailers I got Unless you got any more oh, I got Whatever some the... more Oh my god
0: I got some more um, uh, George Clooney
2: What's he Starting
0: doing? Starting to do Getting that director's chair A little bit more Oh jeez uh, Going to be directing a film Starring Matt Damon Called Suburbicon Oh my uh, It takes place like in the 1950s Okay and uh, Matt Damon plays a father whose wife is murdered by a bunch of, like, mob hitmen type. Okay. Because either she owes the money or he owes the money. I couldn't put that together. Okay. But uh, then he decides to fight back and take them on. And this, like, all takes place in, like, the typical, like, 1950s, like, suburban household type. Sure. uh, Like, suburban area. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, it looks it looks good. Like, George Clooney's directing. I guess the Coen brothers wrote it. Okay. Because it feels very Coen brothers-like. Like, okay. it's very... Like, it's got some dark moments to it, but it's also very light. Like, it seems like there's a lot of comedy involved. Okay. And uh, it looks good. I want to check it out. All right. What's that called again? Suburbicon. Suburbicon. Yeah. Suburbicon. 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 <laughs> and uh, my last trailer I saw... Troy. The they put out a new trailer for it. Oh my god! And uh, it looks good. Yeah, it actually looks really good. I kind of really want to see it now. All
2: right, all right. I've only like, seen
0: that teaser one. I haven't seen the new one yet. Yeah, but uh, they show more Pennywise. Like they they make Pennywise big as fuck in this. Oh really? Like there's like a scene where like he like uh, approaches like this like woman and he like towers over her. Hmm. Hmm. And like. I don't know, like, it just looks super creepy, and I guess it's supposed to be split into two parts. Like, this first movie's supposed to be, like, the, the kids, and then the second one's supposed to be them as adults. Like, the, okay. the kids as adults. Okay. Still dealing with, like, this whole Pennywise thing. Like, okay. It, but, uh... No, it looks good. It looks creepy as fuck. Alright.
2: I'll have to check that out, then. I might w- definitely check this out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't know about it until... Somebody was just, uh, like, reviewing the trailer. I think the trailer that you're talking about right now? Yeah. Is that I didn't know, like, that it was, like, a shape-shifting alien. Yeah, it is. Or a dimensional being or whatever. Yeah.
0: Like, the reason it's a clown is because the first thing it sees when it comes into our world was a clown.
2: Oh, huh. I didn't know that until just, like, last week. Yeah. No idea. And they, they were explaining, like, it becomes... This, it becomes that, so that's why it's called It. Yeah. Or something. I'm like, oh, clever. Because I'm like, why don't they call it It? Why is the clown's name Pennywise? Why are they calling him Pennywise and not It? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Now it does. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> Da-da-da-da.
1: <laughs> Wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah-wah.
0: Oh, just just <laughs> James Bonding the NBC <laughs> But no, uh, I guess Molly's a, or uh, Molly Pop is a big fan of uh, the the uh, original it. So she was like, she just wants to go to see it just to like, like how she likes to go to the live action Disney movies just to pick it apart. Sure. From its original. Oh sure. But I don't know. This looks like it's gonna be good. Okay. I'm got pretty high hopes for it. It Looks pretty pretty creepy and pretty good. All right, right on. I I,
2: def- I definitely. Uh... I think, disgraced GHD I think one of these last few nights because me and uh, him and the family went out to went out to eat and he asked me about what do you think about all these cool Stephen King things that are coming out? I'm like, yeah, sure. (laughs) And he just is like how fucking dare you? (laughs) (laughs) He's like a huge Stephen King fan and I couldn't give half a shit about Stephen King. Yeah, Like, sure, I bet he's great. Like (laughs) <laughs> whatever. He only had, like, a thousand acclaimed things come out under his name, but... Yeah. I just... Nothing ever is just like, yeah, I really need to see that.
0: I haven't heard a review for it or read a review for it yet, but I guess like, leading up to this, like, I guess the Dark Tower w- was not doing so well. Oh, yeah. Like, I guess, like, uh... They were saying I was like hearing things where like I guess like the director was like so incompetent that the studio had to come in to like put some stuff together Uh, before the release and shit. That doesn't ever sound good. Yeah, but I haven't read a review for it yet. Like I think it it's coming out this weekend, so we'll see. Was the director Stephen King from the eighties on Coke? (laughs) No, I can't remember what what the director was, but I, I heard like some. There was, like, some things where, like, they were saying that the production was kind of shitty and, like, the studio had to come in and, like, put some stuff together. Yeah. Because he was real shitty at it.
2: Yeah. To me, I think it's also, like, a a misleading property, I think. Yeah. Because I think people think it's just a straight kind of Western. And it's got more sci-fi elements to it. And I think that might throw, like, casual viewers off. And I think off. I
0: heard that this is not even supposed to be, like, an adaptation of the book. Like, this is supposed to be, like, a sequel to the book.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, maybe that could
0: throw the whole thing yeah. off for anybody who is, kinda, like... Yeah.
2: ...wanting to see it because they know the
0: property. Unless it's so straightforward that... Like, you can see it without having read the book. But, I don't I know. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I probably won't see it. I don't know. Well, I'll... I'll, see, I'll hear what they have to say about it. Alright. And then I might. Alright. Solid. Yeah. Well, is that all we got? That's, that, that's all my trailers, Troy. Sweet! Well, that brings us in to the 80s. Our first swinging 80s, as they call
2: it. <laughs> that's what they always said. Yeah, The swinging 80s. <laughs> uh, the greatest generation, they always call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that brings us in to the greatest generation, <laughs> the swinging eighties, where E.T. hit the theaters nationwide. Uh, released June eleventh, nineteen eighty-two. Uh, E.T. had a minuscule budget, yeah, of ten and a half million
0: dollars. Not,
2: not That's probably huge. not
0: too bad for like probably. Medium for like the eighties though, yeah, I, it, now it's like nothing,
2: yeah, but in the eighties with inflation it's pr- maybe fifty million, maybe I don't know, I don't know how inflation works, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's opening weekend in nineteen eighty two it made eleven point eight million dollars it's domestic, yep, it's domestic, lifetime gross is four hundred and thirty five point one million worldwide lifetime gross seven hundred and ninety two point nine million dollars. So you're saying didn't make that bill. Never made that bill. God damn it. There's still time. God damn it (laughs) still time. Uh but with that, with inflation, which I don't understand. Okay. It's still the fourth highest grossing domestic film of all time. The only thing that beats it is like Gone with the Wind. I think like Titanic. Something else. (laughs) Star Wars is number three. Yeah. And then number four is E.T. Not too shabby. Too shabby. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has ET the Extraterrestrial at ninety eight percent. IMDb would have heard
0: this before. I wouldn't have gone to see it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> IMDb has it at a seven point nine out of ten, and Common Sense Media oh. has it at five out of five stars. Oh, jeez! High praise from Common Sense Media. Near, nigh perfect. Film from them.
0: Yeah. Couldn't find anyone that hated it in common sense. <laughs> so, JT, why don't you dive back
2: into Just the Other Day and then think about 1982 and tell me what happened in E.T. the Extraterrestrial.
0: What happened the other day in 1982? Yeah, when you watched it. Okay. When you went back in
2: time to <laughs> 1982.
0: We'll go back in time? <laughs> uh, well, we follow a young child by the name of Elliot. Who comes across an alien? That's about it. Nailed it. <laughs> Short to the point. Can't really. There's in not really much else you can say. <laughs> there's a dude with keys on his pants that follow him. Yep. <laughs> Apparently, he's credited as Keys in the movie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's just named. I, said, keys. I kept calling him Key Pants. The whole time. You could just shorten that up to
2: keys. All right. There you go. There you have it.
0: Little factoids. With these
2: older movies, I like going and finding like little facts as I twiddle my fingers like an evil. Evil Give us the T
0: Facts. I just gave you all the T Facts. Give us the extra T Facts. Well, (laughs) I'll tell you,
2: this movie not only is highly acclaimed on Rotten Tomatoes and Common Sense Media, It also was highly acclaimed in the awards category, JT. Yeah. It won four Oscars. Ooh, boy. Uh, including Best Score by John Williams. Uh, Best Sound Effects. Best Visual Effects. And just overall Best Sound. It's got great sound. It's got good sound. I didn't even know Best Sound was a category. It was like sound mixing. Maybe that's it. Best Sound. (laughs) Sounds great. Uh... It was nominated, but did not win, for Best Picture, Director, Screenplay, Cinematography, and Editing. But it was nominated for all of those for the Oscar. Golden Globes, that's a different story. It won Best Score, John Williams. Of course. Best Picture in a Drama. Oh, shit. uh, Nominated for Best Director, also Best Screenplay. And it also has a slew of other nominations for, like, BAFTA and all that other shit that nobody cares about. Of course. <laughs> but it it was the uh, number one movie in 1982. Not topped by no thing. Uh, ended up being the fourth highest grossing domestic film after inflation. Um, and out of that, I'm just going to sprinkle in some facts okay throughout our conversation fair enough so jt it surprised me last week when you said that you have never seen at least fully through yeah et mhm so what were your thoughts on the first viewing all the way through well,
0: was it what you imagined it was going into it like i don't i think i always just put watching et off on the back burner cuz it seemed like because it's so because it's like such an older film like yeah. it felt like a very cliche story and it looked like it would be a really cliche story like kid finds alien no one believes him and while he's trying to keep it hidden like there's this secret government agency that's trying to find him and they're real evil like that's what it kind of struck me as sure like Having seen all the trailers and stuff for it. But going in and watching it, like, they do a really good job of not go- falling into, like, those real easy traps. Yeah. Like, no, like, there's... They never go into, like, the twiddling their thumbs villain or anything. or right. They never, like, have, like, a scene where, like, some crazy scene where, like, Elliot's trying to hide et and they're just like elliot you're acting so crazy today (laughs) right but like uh yeah like they it's a lot more straightforward than i thought it was gonna be because there's a lot of movies that are like that where they waste a fuck ton of time before they actually start getting into anything that's interesting right like this movie starts out right away with like they show you et and then elliot meets them like Almost immediately. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. There's no...
0: They don't pussyfoot around it at all. Mm, nope. They jump right to E.T.'s. <laughs> yeah. You
2: get to see them. They're just, they're just foraging
0: for yeah. stuff. And you get to see, like, the inside of their ship. I know. Like, I was surprised, too. Like, oh, they're just going to show the ship right away, too? They like, just give you everything right away. Was, I thought that was going to be, like, a big reveal at the end. And it's like, nope. Just, there's everything. There's yeah. ev-
2: all of them. Right. I actually forgot, like... ...how much you see of them in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Because I totally forgot, like... ...that you kind of get to see the inside of the ship. Because that almost starts off, like, inside their ship... ...and you get to see, like, mushrooms growing... ...and, like, weird, like, plant life and all that shit... ...like, inside, just growing in the Mm -hmm. ship. And then it, like, pans out to see, like, a few other aliens... ...kind of just, like, digging around and, like... ...digging up, like, a tree and shit. Yeah. And then... They hear uh, a boom, <laughs> a <laughs> rustle, and then they all scamper around, like scamper back in. Yeah. And then E.T. just happens to be a little farther out and doesn't get to the ship in time. And then he's mm-hmm. stranded on Earth. Yeah. And then he, he has to evade who, whatever kind of law enforcement this is. Yeah. No idea. It's never like, really. I guess they said. work for
0: the government? <laughs> it's I don't like, know.
2: just quote, the government. Yeah. Like, you don't know. It well, could be... they're really
0: good at saran wrapping houses, that's for sure. That's
2: true. That's true. <laughs> they get that done in no time.
0: Lickety split.
2: <laughs> uh, so I, on this last viewing, completely forgot, or maybe I didn't even pick it up when I was younger, that, like, E.T. and Elliot, like, are psychically linked with each other. Oh, yeah. Like, I totally forgot about that part. And, like, I remembered when he freaked out in school. Yeah. But I just thought it was Elliot being Elliot to, like, save (laughs) life forms. Some dumb weird kid. (laughs) Yeah, because he's like, I'm saving aliens. Why can't I save a frog? And, like, releases all the frogs. Yeah. Like, it made sense to me in my brain. And then I saw it again, and I'm like, it makes way more sense that E.T.'s getting fucked up on coolers at home. And then Elliot's just getting all shit-faced at school, like
0: acting a fool. Yeah. But I liked it. Also, since we're on this subject, can we talk about how awful this mom is? Sure, go ahead. She's a bad mom. I don't think she's a bad mom. She's bad. No,
2: she's not. I think she's doing as good as she can, being a single parent. The dad
0: sounds not good. Yeah, well, they both sound shitty. I because guess. the mo- like they they try and like convey the mom in a very uh like sympathetic way where it's like I'm just trying to get by but it's like she doesn't like she's lived in this town for a while sure like you think she would get some friends to be like hey can you help me out I'm going through like a really tough time here like I, she I just leaves like, like when Elliot's like sick she just leaves him at home by himself and then when like he's when like all the evidence points to Elliot drank a drank a fuck ton of beers and went to school drunk <laughs> her way of punishing him was like go to your room and then no consequences after that whatsoever even like i think the most that she scolds Elliot was when she when he calls his brother a penis breath <laughs> <laughs> Which I really enjoyed, by the way. I like, that's the with- most she scolds Elliot. I throughout. incorporate this- <laughs> that
2: into my own lexicon. Shut up, penis breath. But after that,
0: like, she just kind of gives up. She's just like, there's even, like, like the whole scene where, like, uh, Drew Barrymore is telling her, like, Mom, there's a fucking alien right behind you. And she's like, yes, dear, whatever. And then she's just, like, leaves. And it's like, you're not even, like, paying attention to your kids like i know you're going through a tough time but you're, you're still in you're still responsible for your children they're still alive <laughs> <laughs> listen
2: as a father <laughs> i'm not even going to do that but i don't think no i don't think i think your claims that she's a bad mom is
0: unwarranted i'm not i'm not saying that she doesn't care for them i'm not saying that she's like just like being shitty to them it's just that I think she would take she would go out of her way to take better measures to make sure that they're in a safer environment i guess like
2: she's but like this is also the time in like the eighties when a bunch of these like children's adventure movies are happening yeah do you think all the kids parents from the Goonies are bad parents? Because
0: they're out just fucking around, hanging around with criminals? And mutants? But no, the, do the parents know they're hanging with criminals? I, I don't remember the Goonies all that well.
2: I just saw it this last year for the first time. Not a fan of the Goonies. You had to see it as a kid. Saw it when I was 30. Hated it. Don't like the Goonies.
0: I, I'll admit that the fact that the mom is so absent does give more leeway for them to do crazier shit yeah but it still strikes me as like this mom is like i under i understand you're under you're stressed and you're going through a tough time but you still got kids to take care of she's taking care of them she also has to work she can't if she misses work then she doesn't get paid Then she can't provide for her family what do you got? What are you gonna do? Yeah, but you're not gonna have a family to take care of if someone comes into your house and fucking kills Elliot when he's sick at home. You never left at home alone when you were sick when you were in school. Not really. My mom usually just took off. Nah. Work and my just like. Well, I guess my dad
2: at that time was farming. Yeah. So he was kind of home, but he was just out farming all day. But I would be left yeah, at home. But
0: there's nobody. You're in a fucking neighborhood, and then like. She was like, like the only thing's like can you take care of yourself? Okay, no TV. And then leaves. It was
2: a different time, man. It was a swing eighties.
0: <laughs> the greatest generation, the swinging eighties. <laughs> <80s. laughs> well, I don't
2: agree with you on that aspect. So I think she was doing the best for what she could, which isn't even really a huge part of the movie. It's just something we're nitpicking on yeah. completely. Um, what did you think of Okay, so on the 25th anniversary of this DVD, oh, maybe it's not the 25th anniversary. Anyway, there was a special release of this movie, and you heard all the hubbub about it that, like, Yeah, they, they replaced, replaced the guns the with guns.
0: walkie-talkies because they 9-11.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it wasn't that, because I just, well, it maybe it could have been that, but I read that uh, Steven Spielberg on the re-release thought it was, like, too... That they were pointing guns at kids? Yeah, it was too much to have them pointing guns, chasing after kids, like, with guns. So we replaced it with yeah. walkie talk. There's even, like, a
0: scene where, like, he, someone's like, are you legit pointing guns at kids?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I think the mom was even like that. It's like, why are you pointing guns at kids?
2: <laughs> and uh, there were some other changes, too. I think they went in and, like did a computer-animated E.T. for some things to clean it up. And then they added another scene where, like, the mother is walking around town during the Halloween to find the kids or something like that. And later on, afterwards, Steven Spielberg says that he wish he would have never done that.
0: Yeah, it's like the Star Wars special edition of (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: That's exactly what it is. So, like, now any... Those special editions have been like n- never come out again. Yeah, but they—that's the version that always plays on TV, I guess, because it's like the less violent one with less guns. But like, <laughs> there's no guns. You can only buy the original like version, the theatrical version now. Yeah, and that's that's the kind what I that's watched on, on Netflix. Net- yeah, that's what I watch on Netflix. Yeah,
0: because um, I even looked out for it too, and I was like, are they going to carry walkie talk? I also
2: looked out for that too. <laughs> And then right, I was you know, like, There's nope. a dude
0: with a big ass shotgun.
2: <laughs> they all got snub nose revolvers and shit like that. I know
0: they're not even like 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 issue warrant guns. They're like <laughs> small little revolver pistols that like you like keep Can- in your boots. Yeah, like keep in your <laughs> yeah.
2: Or keep up your sleeve. Yeah. And
0: just like shake it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... They're small <laughs> fucking guns. Like, they're so goddamn small. Right. Like, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they are like, BB guns. <laughs> uh,
2: well, JT, did you notice that uh, other than Elliot's mother, that no other adult was filmed from the waist up yeah. until the last 30 minutes of the movie? Yeah. Which was a conscious choice yeah. by Steven Spielberg to have uh, more... Of like a Elliot's eye view of the world. Yeah, it's definitely movie. shown from like a kid's point of view. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. It, yeah. It's like how Peanuts is. Like you never see yeah. an adult above the I waist. They
0: should just had like the science professor when he's like explaining how to dissect a frog. Like, <laughs> Oh, good grief!
2: <laughs> I got this weird alien sickness.
0: <laughs> oh. I'm going to get to
2: that in just a minute. Oh, well,
0: I, I, oh, I got some theories. I'm Some possibly crackpot theories about E.T. we can talk about later. Okay, good deal. Um, also, fun fact that
2: I found out in the novelization of E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Yeah. It is stated that E.T. is over 10 million years old.
0: Oh, fantastic.
2: And E.T. is a plant-like creature, which, okay. like... I guess is fed off like the sun and stuff like that and is neither male or female.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that's it because Elliot does say like when they ask like if he's, if L- E.T. is a boy or a girl he's like, he's a boy. Like that's it. Yeah, that's it. But no, in the
2: novelization, like, no. he's an old ass androgynous plant-like Wad. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I want to get into right now. I think E.T. as an alien creature is a terrible, (laughs) terrible, like, evolved creature. Okay. I feel like the way they evolved, they would be, like, the number one prey. (laughs) Look at those small little stubby feet. And the long, little, biteable neck that they
0: have. Like, there's no way that... But they they're u- telekinetic. They use their See, telekinetic I th- abilities. I thought about that earlier
2: today, and that's the only reason I can think that they could be, like, I guess, the not an apex predator, but, like, the apex, yeah. like, being. Yeah. You know, what? It, it's like, uh, that would be give them a leg up. It would have to, because they barely have any legs whatsoever. they <laughs> got two little
0: stubby feet under a wad of flesh. Well, they're obviously smart, because they have enormous fucking spaceships. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I'm going to see, like, how did you get even evolved to this? Like, to this... I'm ten million
2: years old. Just what? Wide- <laughs> you, know, you you can't even evolve! Like, if you're just one creature that's ten million years old? You're like, you're just born, like... Piece of shit. You look like gum that's dangling off the bottom of a table. <laughs> it's a
0: shitty design. I don't like it. What what do you expect to like some like I don't even know what the fuck. <laughs> I don't expect you to have an answer. Look, I'm like, just
2: giving my opinion.
0: Well, you need to have ET to look somewhat inviting, right? Like, I just—you don't want like Elliot to be friends with, like this, like fast roaming, like <laughs> <laughs> like a xenomorph. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like yeah. I want to see ET again, where or Elliot befriends a xenomorph. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna call you ET. <laughs> just like second mouth right to yeah. the head. Just like yeah, just fucking like has like its. Like mouth serpent, like like shoot through Drew, small Drew Barrymore's face. <laughs> oh shit!
2: Okay, do you want to go, go into what you were gonna talk about earlier? Et you being whatever sick or whatever.
0: Oh no! Like uh, I don't well like um, like uh for like the basis of the movie, like I think it's, I really like how it comes off because it is shown through Elliot's eyes. Yeah. And I think in that sense like it almost makes it where like he's a flawed narrator because a lot of a lot of the shit in here is somewhat Elliot's fault too. Yeah. Where like he's like the reason ET's dying is because he's on this earth and yeah. he's and like Elliot's the one that's hiding him and talking about how he wants to keep him as a pet. Right. And then when he actually does like communicate with like his home world like he does it kind of very hesitantly where he's like I guess I'll do it. Yeah. Like he's I think my theory is Elliot's the real villain in this whole movie. <laughs> okay. Cuz like the like the people that are chasing him down never really like show any hostility towards ET. Like the one time they come in contact with him they're trying to save his life. Yeah. And even when they do that, like Elliot's telling them to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I also got that off this watch
2: too. Because when you watch as a kid, you see all these people in hazmat suits. Yeah, they and they, like, did you notice that like they came in in full astronaut suits? Yeah, in the living but earth? I like
0: that though because they treat them like they're like they're the vi- like they're the monsters. Like you're so used to E.T. and seeing him, and then these adults like bust in and they're wearing like these big like. Out-of-this-world suits where, like, they seem like they're the outsiders. And E.T.'s, like, just, like, the the person they're harassing. But it's seen through Elliot's eyes. So then, of course, he would see it that way. Sure. But, yeah, like, all the...
2: Like, the government would take all these precautions if, like, a sentient, like creature yeah. was on Earth,
0: it's probably riddled with some weird outer space disease that, like, would... But no, I think that was all done for E... because they knew he was dying, so they cut off... because they knew he, the environment was killing him, so they cut off, like, all of the... like, all of, like, the like, atmosphere from the outside world to try and revive him better. Yeah. But that... like, that... like, it. what bothered me on this last rewatch
2: is, like, how E.T. went from, like... A white, dried-up piece of dog shit in a river.
0: (laughs) To, like... I I got some some funny theories on that, too. To, to like, being healthy, uh, like, right away. Like, he just got instantly better. Because his... His, uh... They were coming back for him. doesn't make any fucking sense. But my idea... How I think E.T. works, like, how those aliens work, is that... They're kind of like a hive colony, okay. so they all feed off each other. That's why when they're in their, each other's vicinity, their hearts are glowing. Okay, like they're kind of feeding off each other. Okay, in a way. So, like if they're like on on an, on a planet where they're not, they can't sustain themselves, then they feed off each other. So then they die much slower. Okay. So then when they take off and it's just an ET there, and then Elliot shows up, I feel like their last resort is to feed off somebody else. That's why he has that telepathic link with Elliot. Yeah. But, like, because Elliot's a a kid, he's also dying, too. So that's why he cuts the link right before he dies. Because he knows that Elliot's not developed enough to sustain him. All right. Fair enough. That's what I gathered from it. That that makes total sense to me. Yeah. Because I totally had, like... I was, like, talking to Molly Pop about this where, like, I had this awesome idea for, like, another E.T. movie where, like... Those, where, like, E.T. comes back, but he's, like, actually, like, a piece of shit, and, like, (laughs) he, like, fucking, like, feeds off of a regular person, just, like, feeds off them until they die, and then, like, (laughs) keeps going through people throughout the whole thing.
2: Oh, shit. What a dick, (laughs) (laughs) E.T.
0: But, no, because I think that's why they show, like, the mushrooms and stuff, because they do interact with, like, a a fungus. Like, they live off of something. Sure. Like, Like, a mushroom would. Okay. So, like. Uh like they're almost kind of like a parasite in a sense where like they need something they need something to feed off of in order to sustain life.
2: Alright. Dang, that would make E.T. just a dick in general. Yeah. Just feeding off other things, I suppose. I guess that's what everything does. <laughs> now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but not feeding off living things while they're still alive. Yeah. Training them to their death.
0: Yeah. But like that that's why that's why Elliot's getting sicker, but that's why he also has that telepathic link with him. Right. Because like he kind of that link is made by him like connecting him his life force with with Elliot's life force.
2: Right on. I dig that. They do escape that facility very easily.
0: Kind of, yeah. Like that, they are like the people that run it are very
2: bumbling. Yeah. Like not paying any attention. Like, you would think if, like, an alien made first contact on Earth, they would have fucking tanks and shit there, (laughs) like, guarding that thing like nuts. Yeah. Maybe not even keeping it there. (laughs) Taking it somewhere where nobody else can get to it, and here, it looks like the local 5-0 are guarding it, and, like...
0: They went, all went on coffee break
2: <laughs> at the same time.
0: But I think this movie is also made. Kids in... on bikes can outrun yeah. police cars. But I think this movie is also made in the sense where it is a lot of like uh, a kid, kids are smarter than adults kind of thing. Yeah. Because yeah. the adults, a lot of the adults in this come off as stupid. Even when you're like listening to like the science teacher like describing how to dissect a frog, he sounds like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, okay, well, you take the knife and then you kind of cut him open, but don't do it too much. <laughs> and then, uh, like I was like listening to him. I'm like, you sound like a fucking, you're not even like saying anything scientific. You're like just talking about cutting open a frog. You know what got me too on this rewatch is that they had to kill the frogs first.
2: Yeah. And, and, he's and such then dissect. And he was
0: so cold about it too. He was like, you don't have to watch them die. <laughs> Like, like, "What the fuck is that? What they did in the swinging 80s? That's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> "They just gave us like a bunch of like dead bodies, like fucking coursing with formaldehyde that have been dead for like weeks." Yeah. When I was in high school, but with this, you are like, "He's like, I'll put the ball, I'll put the cotton balls with for, with like a chloroform already in there for you. you don't have to do it yourself.
2: <laughs> just make sure to close the lid tight. Just close, close the lid tight. You don't,
0: yeah, you don't have to watch them die." <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you. I don't know. I, I can just That's imagine crazy. like the teacher like holding the kids' face, like, watch the watch the life leave their eyes. God. Haunting. I know. I, I would be like like I would like come home from school like shivering. I'm like, how was work? How was school today, honey? I'm like, oh, I just ended a life <laughs> and then cut it open. I ended a life and then cut open its body. <laughs> Freaks. It, when I was eight years old.
2: Yeah. <laughs> greatest generation, man. Uh, Speaking of uh,
0: the school over
2: there, I guess, yeah. staying on that tangent, Harrison Ford was originally in this movie. Yeah, he was
0: supposed to be like the principal or something.
2: Yeah, and this whole scene was cut out uh, because I guess Steven Spielberg thought... Like, it was weird pacing for the movie, as well as, like, his star power at the time. Yeah. Would have been really distracting. And I had no idea Harrison Ford's in this movie whatsoever. Like, I've never heard that before up until, like, this last few weeks. Yeah. So, that would have been very odd to see kept in the movie. Yeah. Just out of nowhere, Harrison Ford's the principal. Yeah. Weird. (laughs) Don't like it. Um... Also, E.T. phoning home, his weird uh, communicator thing that he built in the bald spot in the woods, yeah, actually worked as a communication device. Jesus. Built by Henry Feinberg, like a mechanical engineer or whatever. Really? He actually made the thing able to transmit a signal. Like, it Jesus. may not have been a great signal, but yeah. he, it really did work. For like the weird Rube Goldberg machine that it was. what a
0: fucking speaking spell.
2: Yeah, it worked. (laughs) So I was, I read that and was like just astounded at (laughs) like the level of detail that Steven Spielberg went in to be like, so uh, this kind of looks cool, but does it work?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I
2: really want to let's talk go to, back to
0: the Let's go back to the drawing board, guys. we got to make sure this is a thing that works. I think Steven Spielberg has such a huge
2: alien fetish that he really wants to make contact. And he's like, <laughs> this could be my one chance. I need this to work. I'm going to coat this umbrella with tinfoil and have a saw blade with a, some record scratches on it. And I'm going to hook it up to a speaking spell, point it at the sky... And I'm gonna have my own E.T. <laughs> yeah. We
0: need we need an actual alien for the movie. <laughs> uh anything else you got for E.T. Uh oh, while we're talking about that, I totally had this idea in my head because it's such a weird scene because like so they do the thing with the communicator in the in the woods. Yeah. And then like Elliot falls asleep and wakes up and E.T.'s nowhere in sight. And then he goes back home and then sends the brother out to go find him and then when right. he finds him like ET's just this white piece of shit laying in a riverbed. So <laughs> I had this raccoon
2: like, like picking at his yeah, body or so whatever. Yeah. So I totally
0: had this idea of like what if like ET was just like as he was communicating like saw Elliot was going to sleep and he was like man beer was pretty good. Wonder what other shit they have here on Earth.
2: And he just like <laughs>
0: left and like tried doing like heroin and meth. <laughs> And, like, just, like, got oh, fucked shit. up on a bunch of shit. And then, like... Ended up in a river. Like, these druggies thought he was ODing, so they, like, fucking came, went back to where he was and threw him in the river and drove <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, just minutes before the brother came, I was like, E.T., you're... <laughs> just totally leaves out the fact that he was, like, on this huge drug binge for, like, six hours. <laughs> uh... Don't do heroin. Hell <laughs> yeah. I fucked up. Yeah. I'm fucked up. <laughs> well, but no, I also um uh, the correct movie club podcast did like yeah. like ET and like one of the things they talked about that made me laugh was like Somebody brought up like if this was like a prequel to Independence Day, <laughs> where, like, oh, yeah. e. T., Or like ET or like ET in his race were like a less devolved version of the aliens from Independence Day, right? And then like they came back talking about how shitty humans were, so <laughs> then they decided to go and invade Earth, like <laughs> fucking like fourteen years later. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. That's uh, also uh, excuse me if I yawned right into the mic, uh, but that's uh. Uh, really uh, digging that podcast, the Movie Club yeah, podcast. Yeah, I like it too. Um, I think they have a, still a few things to like iron out to make the show flow a little better. Yeah. But uh, I, I really like it. And the whole first month, they all they do is talk about Steven Spielberg yeah. movies too, which is pretty cool. Uh-huh. Uh, can't wait for their friggin' next month.
0: Oh yeah, they're doing all Nolan. Yeah, Christopher Nolan oh, awesome, stuff. be good. Uh,
2: more on that as that yeah. develops. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to talk about the, uh, the score a little bit because oh, yeah. this is like one of the best John Williams scores, oh, yeah. like of all time, like when it finally ramps up and then they're just like flying with like E.T.'s yeah. like telekinesis, like, and it's just like,
1: da, na, da, da, da. Yeah. It, like
2: gives me goosebumps every single time. Yeah. It's so iconic that... That's the Amblin logo. Yeah. It's like Elliot in the moon during that part of the score.
0: And I thought there was going to be more of a build to that, but they just do it. Yeah, they just (laughs) go. They just go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I
2: I think, like, out of all the John Williams stuff, because he's done, like, Indiana Jones, Superman, Star Wars, E.T., He's done more too, but like this has to be maybe one of my upper ones for him. Oh yeah, I I really like this score.
0: I I was watching this in bed where when Pop was trying to sleep, and like that last song at the end when they get on the spaceship is so fucking loud. (laughs) Like I was like I was like trying to like turn it down, and she's just like. What's going on? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so. I'm trying to fucking. Because it's like it, like. it gets like really. Like, bah, 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 like oh, shit.
2: <laughs> uh, another thing, too, with the score, there was like. I guess around the ending. In the last act, it wasn't like meshing well with the score. Yeah. And so he asked John Williams to like. Kind of redo it. And then they cut the film to that. And because of that, that's what made John Williams win the Oscar. Oh, shit. And so it's just like, Jesus. I mean, he's all, I think he has like a bunch of them at this point. I think he has like, he's like the most nominated man in history. He's like like the most
0: prolific, like, (laughs) score writer ever.
2: So, yeah, that's also a sweet thing. There's something else I was going to bring up, too. One thing
0: I wanted to bring up was like, uh, there was like, that uh, scene they play out when Elliot's going to like the shed, uh-huh. like the way they frame it, it looks like a portrait. Like it looks really fucking cool.
2: Yeah, that is the cool way. Like yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, like just like how like the moon is in the in the background, like it looks kind of like a painting in the background, and then like the way like the light shines out of the shed, like it kind of spreads throughout the yard, and then like Elliot's kind of following that light like a path to the shed, and like that's like really artistically done.
2: Yeah. For just, like, a simple shot. Yeah. it's, like, the shed's on one side, Elliot's on the other, and you see, like, a beam of light drawing him to the shed. Yeah. With, like, a serene, just, like, night sky with the moon in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really cool shot. Yeah.
0: I just remember, like, laying in bed or just, like, watching, like, that's a that's a nice shot <laughs> like that just like that looks like something you would take a photo of, but then he did it with like just an actual camera and just kept it on the scene, yeah,
2: yeah, cool, I don't disagree with you j t okay, for once, for once in my <laughs> life uh also I, I should have brought it up when we were talking about the the special edition when they replaced walkie talkies for the guns, yeah um. Because I, when I was looking out for that, me and Chelsea uh, were watching it. And I was telling her about, like, if she knew that they replaced that kind of thing during a special edition. Yeah. And she was like, really? They replaced the the guns with walkie-talkies? I'm like, yes, they did during a special edition. <laughs> I'm like, why do you find that weird? And she's like, she goes, in the beginning of the movie, when Elliot says there's something outside... All the boys think it's a coyote, and they grab knives yeah, to know, stab it right. to death. Much more violent, if that was a real thing. If it was just a coyote, and they were going to stab a coyote with a kitchen knife to death. <laughs> that's right. They, they decide to leave that in. They all grab knives. <laughs> and I think the older boy calls Elliot a douchebag. Yeah. Probably deserved it, though.
0: And penis breath. And was penis be- breath. Was, was used. Yeah. Um... Is there anything else? E.T. What? E.T. I don't know. Like the the actual character of what I called Key Pans was like, because I, I I do feel like this is I like that the one thing I do like the most about this movie is that it's like it is a very flawed narrator for as Elliot because like I feel like you could watch you could watch this and get two different movies out of it where like you can watch it as like. The government agency being evil and wanting to, like, capture E.T. and experiment on them, uh-huh. And then you can also kind of see it as, like, they're, like, this, like, uh, makeshift group that, like, just wants to communicate with aliens. Yeah. And they just want to use E.T. to, like, come in contact with them. Yeah. But, like, because you see it through Elliot's eyes, he only sees him as evil. Like, any kind of uh, preconceived notion that you have of E.T. is because Elliot just yells it randomly. Like yeah. how I brought up, where like, well, we're like uh, the sisters. Like, is he a boy or a girl? Like, Elliot just says he's a boy, but then that's like, like you don't really question. You're just like, okay, well, Et's a boy. Sure. Like you don't really, you don't really like spend the rest of the movie being like, is, is Et a boy or a girl? Like you actually find yourself being like, oh my gosh, don't hurt him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: because you you're seeing it all through Elliot's eyes. So anything that he believes is what you kind of just draw yourself to right so that's why everything in this like comes off more menacing because he sees them as that yeah like even like key pants where like (laughs) he's like an ongoing threat throughout the whole thing like anytime he anytime they're examining places like they're doing it with this menacing music in the background with his his keys jangling yeah but then like when he talks to elliot like in the house like as when as like et's dying like he never comes off as an asshole once.
2: No. he oh, He's, like, he was once Elliot. Yeah. And thought he had, like, contact with aliens at one time. Yeah. And wants to have that experience again.
0: Mm-hmm. So he,
2: I, that's, like, another reason, like, they kind of just are able to get out of there. Yeah. Because he's like, hey, kid, get, get out of here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just get out of Or here? even gives him, like, even when, like, E.T. dies, like, he gives him, like, a moment with him. He's like, yeah, I'll... Take as much time as you want. I'll be out here. It's yeah. When they could have easily just made like key pants, like just like a man. We're gonna take over the world and find <laughs> aliens, man. Right, right. But no, but they. That's the thing that I liked the most about this movie, where I thought they were gonna go that way with it, but they went more of like the, like you're almost kind of, like, like you don't know what to think about, like this group because they, right. like the only reason they see menacing is because Elliot sees them as menacing.
2: Yeah. And when I saw this the most is when... I don't know. It was probably like the mid-90s or whatever. When I was around Elliot's age. Yeah, Or maybe a little older. And you do see all... Like... It's very well done that you see the movie when you are a kid. Yeah. Like, you see all the grown-ups as, like, evil. Mm-hmm. But when you're a grown-up and you watch the movie... It's a total... Like, I never thought that they were out of line ever. No. Because they were they were doing things that you would do if yeah. there's an alien fucking being yeah. on your Earth yeah. possibly killing a child. Yeah. So, like, of course <laughs> they would take these precautions. I'm surprised they didn't take more. Yeah. So, it's cool, like, as I grew with this movie and I could see it differently. Yeah. And that's really cool to, uh, to happen. Mm-hmm. Too bad you couldn't... Too bad you couldn't have that experience, Joel. I'm so I sorry. Fuck,
0: fucked up, man. <laughs> fucked up. But no, I can even connect with the fact that, like, Elliot's just like, I want. I just want you to stay and yeah. shit like that. Because, like, I remember when I was a kid, like, uh, my parents had this pond and I caught, like, this huge catfish. Yeah. And I wanted to keep him as a pet, so my parents let me put him in this big tank. Uh-huh. But, like... It's because it's so close to ET because after a while, like this black catfish started turning white and getting sick. <laughs> <You got laughs> and I was like, and they, like and they were like, and they were like, and they were like, they were like, Joel, you need to throw him back or he's gonna die. I'm like, but he's my catfish. <laughs> and then I ended up throwing him back, and I was like crying like a bitch and shit. Yeah. But like, no, but I can co- totally connect with that where it's like you come in contact with this creature and it's like this like childlike like selfishness you have where it's like you're mine i'm sure. keeping you yeah 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 you, even though you're a super intelligent being you're my pet and i own you right <laughs> even though you're 10 million years old and have yeah. the ability for space travel your life
2: belongs to me <laughs> <laughs> you don't know english so i'm
0: your master <laughs>
2: pretty much
0: <laughs> but uh one of the scenes that really got me was at the very end when, uh, cause I thought it was just gonna be like a thing where like Elliot's just like begging him to stay or whatever. Yeah. But the first thing they do is Elliot e. ET says come. Yeah. Where I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah. I yeah, was yeah. like, fuck. Like he's got the exact Flet same the script on his ass. Yeah. Like he's got the exact same like uh feelings that Elliot has. Where like he doesn't want to leave, but like both of them would not last in each other's like. Nah. Environments. Nah. But it's it's still their last plea of being like come with me and then Elliot being no, you stay here and then they're they're both kinda realizing like, Yeah, we, we just can't do this.
2: Yeah, yeah, this won't work. Yeah.
0: But I I liked that a lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about that until you just said that. And I totally forgot about that until I my rewatch and I was like, Whoa, shit. I totally forgot that he asked him to like now you come with me. Yeah. It
0: should uh, be a good time, yeah. Because like you spend, yeah, you spend the whole time with like ET just wanting to go home, where it's like, Elliot's just kind of forcing this shit on him. But then at the end, like ET's like, "Come with me." Yeah, yeah, really cool. Liked it a lot.
2: Um, I got nothing really much else to say about ET other than I really dug it. Uh, what, uh, what would you grade ET there, JT? Man, it
0: was way strong like i went into a kind of skeptical where i just thought it was gonna be a run-of-the-mill like kid finds monster monster goes back yeah to where he came from but like the things that spielberg does in this like i'm i'm surprised more movies haven't ripped this off
2: yeah there's so yeah. much stuff
0: in here where it felt for as old as it is it felt super original
2: yeah yeah. And I, I, from what I understand like not tampered with much at all for like being one of Spielberg's kind of first yeah. movies. Um, like it was so, I guess like not even being paid attention to at Universal so much that they Universal never saw anything of it until it was in theaters. <laughs> like the premiere is when they first saw it and it Or maybe when it went to, like, a film festival was the first time they saw it. Yeah. And it just totally, like, rocked audiences. And, like, it was a standout of the festival that was like, oh, we must have got a hit on our hands. Because there was, like, nothing in terms of, like, well, you need this, you need this, you need this. Spielberg just got to kind of
0: do what he wanted. Which... I can kind of see because if a studio got a hold of this they'd be like, "Well, we don't have a strong enough villain. We need to make them sure stand out more, It's, it's a little like, little ambiguous. Yeah, we need more of an antagonist in this. It doesn't really seem like there's uh there's a there's an outstanding force that's trying to drive the whole plot. Like, no, like they they do make it they make it a thing where it's like nobody's really the villain. It's just kind of a it's just like a situation that Brings people to different sides of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um,
2: So anyway, uh, I interrupt you. What was your... What would you No, experience? I'll
0: give it a very solid A. I really, really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. I'm going to say the exact same thing. I really enjoyed E.T. I... It's like a movie from my childhood as well. And so I even have nostalgia going for me. Yeah. But, like, it's a solid A. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd give it, like, an A+. Because, like... Just like some things, with pacing, I guess, and, and the shitty mom, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I would give it like a solid A. I, I, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Um, very good. So we're right, up, we're right at there. We Helping did. that ninety-eight percent, that Rotten Tomatoes we did. It was warranted. We did it. It was warranted. Well, JT, if there was anything else you've been into. Now's the time to say it.
0: Okay. <laughs> 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 it just kind of mixed up like our <laughs> like, Well, if anyone wants to know what you were, were watching this past week, what you... <laughs> 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 but, uh no, um uh I watched the new series on HBO, Room 104. Okay. The, the one that Dupas Brothers uh. Uh, produced. And it looks like it's going to be like a horror anthology. Oh, okay. Actually. Because yeah. like the first episode, uh, it kind of runs in like the same vein as like the Twilight Zone where it's only like a half hour. And it's a very simple story. But uh, no, it was really good. Right like on. They just have like the first episode up right now. And it's just about this woman who's uh, babysitting this kid who talks about like... Her friend, like his friend, in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and will just not like, and is just like very creepy towards her. Sure. And then like he'll be, like, oh, don't don't talk to a lot of my friends in the bathroom. And then like things kind of like escalate from there, and it's really good. Okay. Like it it kind of makes you leaves you like thinking at the end. Right Like, like kind of like a Twilight Zone episode. So I kind of want to see what they do more with it. And it's Dupless Brothers where I'm like. I've seen them do more like independent like romantic comedy type stuff yeah but with this it, it felt like more of like a horror type thing and I was it had that independent feel but it was still a horror thing it was really good I liked it a lot cool well, I like like it and um I finished uh playing until dawn like uh-huh. that horror game on uh, uh playstation and uh I don't know like I heard there's like a whole bunch of different endings to it I ended with like only two people surviving because I fucking sucked at it near the end. Like, they make it near impossible at the end. Like, there's so many scenes where you have to, like, keep the controller completely still. But it's, like, completely still. Like, if you move at all, then it's, like, they find you and kill you. Ugh. Like, I was surprised it got by with two people. Jesus. I fucking sucked at the end. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah. And, uh, watch that. And, uh, like, halfway through Preacher. You right? Right. On uh, AMC, it's god damn it, it is you totally need to fucking watch it, Troy. Yeah, I know. You're like Are you're they... like the first person I think of every time I watch like oh, God Troy would be like this would be this is like anything any like argument we had for like the first season not being that strong, like this takes that and it's like Alright, we heard your complaints and then they fucking they amp up everything in this. And like oh, fuck. They, like, dig out, like, all of the characters and, like, all of, like, the characters we love from it and shit and, like, make them, like, perfect as possible. Like, the Saint of Killers is perfect. Yeah. And, like, uh, they just introduced Air Star and he's, like, the perfect Air Star. God. Like, ugh. You would you would love it out of everybody. Ugh. <sighs> God. <laughs> all right. And, uh, uh. Yeah, that's all I ever- oh uh I watched uh, Rick and Morty started back up okay and I just caved and bought the third season on my PlayStation and like oh their their next episode after like the one where like Rick breaks out of prison uh-huh is so good like they just like go to like a post- apocalyptic earth where it's like totally like mad Max <laughs> cool oh it's so fucking good uh did you see that the the creators of uh Rick and
2: Morty got a Oh, yeah. Jug of Szechuan jug sauce <laughs> Szechuan from sauce? McDonald's, yes. dude. McDonald's, like that's the best thing you could have ever done. Like yeah. they're playing, they're playing ball now. Oh yeah. Like they're on Arby's and Wendy's type level of shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> like Arby's and Wendy's have the best like social like media oh, at yeah. least Twitter handles. Of all time. I know.
0: Wendy's will, like, come out and, like, talk shit about people. Yeah, <laughs> Wendy's love. will
2: talk shit about you and give you fucking attitude back. Arby's is just, like, in... Just amazing at their fucking social media. Yeah. They're, like, in gaming and movies. Like, doing shit with, like, ketchup and their boxes and all that shit oh, to yeah. make, like, amazing things. Yeah. Now McDonald's has just been absent from all that shit. Until now, when they, like, send a plastic... Like, looks high secure suitcase that says, like, 1998 on it. Yeah. And then it's just a jug that's <laughs> made to fit in this suitcase of Szechuan sauce. And on the label, it says, like, we went to 1998. We couldn't keep the portal open. And this is all we could bring back. Yeah. Please don't waste it all or whatever, like that. <laughs> like, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, that's amazing. If only. Like, Rick and Morty can do this for more things. Hopefully that's just their goal. <laughs> oh, God.
0: For, like, just to get things brought back. Yeah. I love it, too, because, like, Rick and Morty have not lost a beat at all. Even even after them, like, taking, like, almost, like, two years to write this latest season, like, yeah. it's still, like, just as sharp and just as amazing. <sighs> Like, they just, like, do shit, like, now just, like, fuck with the dad. <laughs> like, fucking Jerry. Like, they just do, like, random shit where, like, he's, like, just standing there, like, by himself, and the wind blows through and just says, like, You're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I, <just laughs> I dig it. I like it. Uh, but, oh, yeah, it's Rick and Morty is not lost a step at all. It's so fucking good. Amazing. Amazing.
2: Um, I haven't been into a whole lot this last week. I started up watching Seinfeld again on Hulu, kind of catching up where I left off. Still good. It's been great. Still (laughs) good. Uh, I got a book in the mail that I've been really anticipating called the, uh, Lead Poisoning, the pencil art of Jeff Darrow. Yeah. Like, Jeff Darrow is, like, an artist. He works a lot for Dark Horse now, but... He His pencils are so detailed. Like, he's known as, like, one of these guys that, like, incredible amounts of detail. Oh, shit. And, like, this is kind of, like, some off sketches that he does. Mm-hmm. I, like, if I were to be, like, the inker or the colorist to, to have to go over his stuff, I would quit that day. <laughs> like, it is insane the amount of detail he packs into this thing. Like, one of the drawings... He has, like, it's on the second page. It's just, like, this orb that's made up of, like, guitars and amps and keyboards. And it's a solid... It's... I don't even know how to explain it. It's just a solid orb of all of those things. And there's maybe... 800 of them in there. My God. And he drew every string on the guitar, every key on the keyboard. It's fucking nuts, bro. (laughs) Like, it's some crazy shit. And this is just, like, a sketchbook, so it's, like, whatever. Like, it has some things from, like, other uh, things he's done for Dark Horse in there as well. But, like, it... Like, I always knew he was good, but it blew me away. Like... (laughs) I'm going to let you see it after we get done with it. So I'm a coffee table out nice. there. It's pretty great. And then... Uh, otherwise, like I haven't been, much, been up to much of anything else. I had this last weekend like kind of free. And I was going to catch up on some stuff. Never did. <laughs> Never did it. <clears throat> Never did it. So there you have it. That's all. That's it. Well, penis breath, if people want to talk to you on Twitter, where could they... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where could they do that? They can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And hey, why not Snapchat? Troy. You can find me at Troy to the
2: max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. We are posting new stuff that we may or may not incorporate in our show news. Yeah. Stuff that will interest you indeed. You can also find us at uh, Facebook.com slash Pod. Uh, at the time being, SoundCloud.com slash pod. Until they just
0: shut down. Until they
2: shut down almost completely. I don't know if they're going to stay up for the next I hope someone buys them or something. Oh, I fucking hope so, because I would hate that. <laughs> it would
0: suck so bad. Um, but if anyone
2: also has any suggestions on where I can move the stuff, yeah. we pay for a SoundCloud subscription now. Yeah. So I'm down to paying to twenty dollars a month for a subscription oh for something it's already fifteen dollars for oh, soundcloud yeah, yeah. so i'm i'm down for whatever um also you can find us at on stitcher you can find us on google play you can find us also if you have a long form something to say on review uh, review pod at gmail.com which yep. some people are prone to do i think i hid all the notes there who knows Next week, G. Next week, what's up in August 80s?
0: Well, Troy, because you are such a fan of the soundtrack and bring it up (laughs) on a fucking borderline (laughs) orgasmic basis, we're finally going to talk about the Tom Cruise classic. Yes. Top Gun. Next week. Never seen Top Gun all the way. Are you
2: fucking serious? I
0: haven't. Oh my. It's another ET situation. Never watched Top Gun all the way through. You know what? Like August '80s might be my month. I
2: might have seen all of these movies oh, several shit. times, and you have never seen them at all. Where it's usually
0: the reverse, I where know. you bring up
2: something like, "Yeah, watch this, watch this." There's I'm like, like an, never bu- seen it. I've
0: never. There's a whole lot of like older '80s films, and I just never got around to seeing. Where I was like, "It's on my list," but I'm just. There's other stuff that I'd rather
2: watch. I may have seen Top Gun just as many times as ET. Oh God. Top Gun may or may not be one of my mother's favorite
0: movies. Oh, shit. And in turn, now one
2: of my favorite movies. God damn!
0: I have an idea for another 80s movie, but we'll bring it up when it comes around. We'll bring it up Because there's week. there's like an 80s movie out there that always comes up on Netflix that they always suggest for me where I'm like, I just want to watch it because it looks fucking insane. Okay. Sweet deal. We'll bring that up next
2: week. Yes. See what's further down the line. Yeah. Uh, sweet deal. Top Gun next week. Everyone, write in what your thoughts about Top Gun are. We'll read them on the
0: show. Yep. Uh, but until next, also time, possible films, eighties uh, films you want us to review. Yes, our calendar's still open. Calendar's open. We got one week dedicated
2: to Defenders. Yeah, but other than that, it's eighties, babe. It's eighties, babe. It is, babe. Uh, well, that's it for this show, JT. We had a good one. Good it's discussion. A good one. It's a good one. I like when we have older. Yeah. yeah. We can just. We don't have to talk. Worry about spoilers. We have
0: just to talk. Yeah. Facts, T-Facts, J-Facts, J-Facts, all the facts. Well, I think we had a really interesting discussion about E.T. Had a bunch of facets we opened up. We did. Better close them before we Big leave. Big old can of worms. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but uh, until next time, I've been toward the Max Extreme. I'm J.J. the girl. And we are off.